Sorry, am I being paid for this? No. Okay, right. Um, I'm done. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning sun, you feel like you're a special one and you can touch your mum. What the hell? Yeah, we're finishing on that. <laughs> yeah, touch your mum. I do actually like your mum, Aiden. Just to let you know. Okay, I think she likes you. I've been um, practicing my singing. I don't know if you noticed. No. Give us, give us it again. Well, I just did that whole. Um, when oh. you're here, <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. You, you can recognise Ben's tones from uh, far, from several hills away. <laughs> <laughs> Mounds. So anyway, 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 back to the podcast. Hello, Hello Ben. Hi, everybody. How are you? Um, I'm great. So this is the podcast that this is I, it. Yeah. You've been listening to? So when I imagine it, when I'm at home, I just think of the two of you and your guest as just sat around a laptop, not with any microphones, but actually I turn up and it's actually like a studio yeah. and I'm a bit surprised. Yeah, you've got headphones on and... I've got headphones, I've got a beer. Yeah, you always get a beer here. I did not know that. What are you drinking? Yeah, well, I don't know. Are we allowed to advertise? It's fine, yeah, we're not getting paid. It's Fanta. Fan, no. <laughs> it's proper job. Cornish IPA, St. Austell Brewery. Yeah. I've been there. Nice. Have you? Yeah, since St. Austell. It was in Cornwall. Okay. In mm. fact, three for a fiver. Can't go wrong. <laughs> and all three have gone. So, in a sentence or two, Ben, can you sum up what you do and why we have invited you onto this? Um, what, what, what do you mean, what do I do in life? Yeah, just give us an <laughs> overview. Okay, well, I produce children. <laughs> Um, from How many? Mom. How many? I've got two. Two. Uh, one ages, uh, eight and nine months. Oh, that's tough, is it? It's all right. Um, it's very good fun. I love them to pieces. Yeah, yeah. Have you got kids? I've got. I've acquired one, which is fantastic. What did you find it? On? I found him in um, <laughs> in the house that my girlfriend lives in. Oh, lovely! <laughs> and it was fantastic. No, he's great, but it's an eye opener, isn't it? It is. Uh, if you like your sleep. And don't do it. But um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's amazing. Um, but my main reason I'm here, Aiden, apart from what comes out of my testicles, is <laughs> I sing. <laughs> Not penis. <laughs> it does come out of the testicles. No, because yeah, the sperm is. Initially, it does. He's right, he's on it. Okay, well, he, yeah. he knows the stuff. Right, okay. Here's the education for you. Okay. In the bit that's below. The penis okay. is the testicles. Okay. Is where we sp- we a sperm is stored. It's like a sack of sperm, and when enough, I'll just give you a look friction, like, oh my god, what have we done? <laughs> no, bear, bear with this. You'll learn something. It's, it's a lesson. So when enough friction is created on the shaft of the penis, then um, why are you laughing? This is this is fact. Well, no, it's true. You want it's factual. Know, it's, it's, <laughs> I didn't really want it. No. A, a learning <laughs> podcast. Anyway, then then. Then sperm comes out and creates a child. Um, but yeah, what, every time. 
most times. Oh, God. Most times, yeah. <laughs> Every time. No. Uh, that weird. would be amazing, wouldn't it? That would be, be a, that'd be a different world. How many kids would you have had? Oh, my God. Four. <laughs> Today. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, lordy. So, yeah, I'm okay, a singer. So, so apart, <laughs> apart from, the, apart from producing children, what else? Well, I am a singer uh, and a songwriter and a performer... Um, and a local legend, basically. Apparently. Who said you were a local legend? Wasn't well, it a pub? Well, no, it wasn't a pub. It was a venue. <laughs> Different from a pub. Okay, so it was a venue. It was um, it was called... God, what was it called? I forgot oh what it was called. Oh, my God. The cafe. The sound cafe. Oh, my God. The sound cafe? No, it was in town. It was. It's now a steakhouse. They knocked it down. Oh, it was so... Oh, so your local legend went well, then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be a pers- good person to ask, actually. Obviously, I keep mentioning I've been away for a long time and I'm just back, fresh back ish. Vietnam? Yeah, terrible. Where have you been? Australia. Australia, mate. Oh, yes, of course. But um, that's the, one of the one things I've noticed. All the venues have gone. Yeah. Mm. Now, you guys would have been sat around watching that happen because obviously you've played them time and time again and now you're like, whoa, just talking heads is gone. They're all gone. Yeah, loads have gone, haven't they? It's mad. We, it is. It is weird. It's um, slowly, slowly, one by one, they're going. There's a few hanging on in there. Is there any more popping up? No. There um, is some heartbreakers. Heartbreakers. heartbreakers has popped we, up. we played the other night, which was good. Mm-hmm. That was great. But heartbreakers has been many different venues. It's just had a branding changed all the time. I didn't realise that's where I had my stag do till I turned up in it. That's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? That's where the stag do was. That was uh, downstairs. That's yeah. on YouTube as well. Yeah, don't, and don't, terrible. don't Google that. It's <laughs> one of my worst performances ever. Were you uh, inebriated? I was inebriated and also under duress, if I remember. I can't remember. It's just a terrible video oh, of me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do, do Google that. Yeah, I think we will. We'll, we'll all check it out. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm a singer I, I, um, and I play all around Southampton but, and also write songs. And I've done quite a lot of things in the year, in mm-hmm. the years that have gone by with you, and actually with you, Carl. Yeah. Um, occasionally. We played together many times. Well, have you said. played? Well, not together as, but in the same. We shared the stage, same we shared stage. Shared stages. Yeah. What as, as Toupe when you were in. Yeah, Toupe and uh, Sign Style. We probably did. I don't know. It was probably. So definitely, of... I've played with Toupe, but but I can't remember it. it was so yeah, long ago. It was a long yeah. time ago. It would have been 15 years. Toupe was, was Grant Sharkey, wasn't That's it? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. His course. stuff is amazing. Absolutely yeah, he's brilliant. he's going so hard and strong. He's so busy. Yeah. He, but can't, he, he, can't he listens go. to this. Does he? He does listen to this. I Right, okay, here's my Grant Sharkey story. If you haven't heard of Grant Sharkey, <laughs> check him out now on Spotify. Because that's what I did. One day, I just... I don't think he's on Spotify. <laughs> there he is. I swear. I'm going to do check it. Check it out. No, he's show. definitely, definitely on Spotify. Because... I saw a picture of him, he was wearing very, very, very little. Um, it was in like a Union Jack pants. Yeah. And I just... He is on Spotify. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I... Correct thyself. I, I, was, I was thinking, what, what's Grant doing? Because I've known Grant for years through Talking Heads and, and Toupe. I remember seeing them when I was about 10. And um, yeah, I just found him on Spotify and just listened to every album. I thought it was amazing. Who's got their phone on? Ben. Well, no, it's not me. No, it was me. See that? <laughs> so quick to blame. I like that. Blame the guest. I mean, you don't even know your ringtone. So yeah, Grant Shock is fantastic. Yeah, very, mm. very great song. Right? Hi, Grant. Yeah, hi, Grant. Evening. Yeah, when he's famous, can we uh, support you, Grant? Great. So you, so you are 
Let's, um, right, so say it slowly for me. What is your surname? Okay, so my surname is um, Delugo Kensky. Delugo Kensky. That's how I say it. <laughs> I'm so Have chuffed I got that right. Delugo Kensky. Can, can, you, can you reel off some of the, the wrong versions of that you've heard? I know oh. I, my favourite is Delugo Jetski. Delugo Jetski. <laughs> I like that. Um, okay, so it's Polish. And I've uh, the ones that didn't really go right were um, Delugo Kantski. Oh. <laughs> Which is annoys me because I can ski. Yeah. Like I've done skiing. Yeah. Snowplow's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know any other ski. <laughs> so Deluga, um, Deluga Keki is the most. Deluga yeah. Keki. My favourite bit is when the banks ring you or like the insurance people and they go, um, "Can I speak to Mister D- uh, Ben?" Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes like, "Why the hell?" Uh, Delug Keki. <laughs> you can see them thinking, why did I go for this stupid job? <laughs> Just call me Ben. It's yeah. easy. Um, yes, Delug Kensky was my granddad's name. Uh, Nick, uh, he came over during the war. So male, male is uh, Delug Kensky and female is Delug Kenska. Yes, girls. Even yeah. if you're part of the same family, that's the way the Polish do it. Yeah, Polish tradition to have a ski. Is that stuff. right? I did not know that. That's <clears> interesting. So yeah, your yeah. daughter's got different surnames to you, which is quite funny. It is. It is funny for her, um, and when she realises that we've got different names, it also when when we do finally become famous, my band Deluga Kensky, which we hopefully will. Talk well, we've been about. trying for fifteen years. It's got to happen at some point. <laughs> I mean, there is there is got to be a point where you go. Well, it's really not happening. We've reached the heights of Hollyoaks. No, go go butthole surfers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just wear the bastards down. Just keep <laughs> keep going until they relent and like you. That's how it works. I like the way you said the heights were Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I'm right though, aren't I? I don't know. The heights were probably supporting Sandy Tom three times. No, she supported us once. <gasps> yeah, and then we supported her twice. Yeah. No, that's the highlight. Yeah, sure. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but my you, first gig for you, because I play I play bass in your band. I, I'm, I'm sure you know, but I'm informing listeners the listeners. Know that. <laughs> they, they would have googled Aidan Hampson and realised God, he's the bassist <laughs> from Deluca Kansky. <laughs> <laughs> so my first gig for you was um, a trip up to Nottingham to the rescue rooms, being supported by Sandy Tom. I was like, oh my God, this band is amazing. amazing. I'm gonna have this is gonna this is gonna go places. That's <laughs> what you thought. And then you just, you just told me that was the highlight. That was the height of the. <laughs> That was your first one. Was <laughs> that your first gig? That was. Wow. That was. That was. That was a good night. That was ten bands in ten hours. That's amazing. Yeah, they did that for our friend Margie. It's mad, isn't it? How you can pick out gigs in your life and you kind of remember a lot of them. Like you know, what I mean, even though you've done dozens and dozens and dozens, there's you can always pick them out and go, oh, do you remember that one? Do you remember that one? Yeah, what happened there? So you're in you're in Caroline's Captain. Yeah. Capuchin. Capuchin. Yeah. What was Cap- what was their best gig? Oh, what would you say? I don't know, actually. Tell, tell Ben about the one at the school. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> we what? played, um, I think, to try and get a bit of a recording session. What was it? <laughs> school. I might have to bleep that out. School. Am I allowed to be allowed to say that? I don't know. I, it's not my podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, please bleep <laughs> it out anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, we played... In front of the whole school, on the school field, in the height of summer, um, just before they broke up, obviously, not in the summer holidays. That would have been foolish. But, um, and so we're all there, we're playing, and they all just get walked out, walked down, and they sit down, and there's hundreds of them. And yeah, yeah, and they're about 50 metres away. 50 metres away, <laughs> right back. <laughs> it's really we're, weird, isn't it? So it's a bit odd, but anyway, we're just sweating and just playing our tunes, and um, I'm thinking, this is going, and they clap a little bit, and four of them did, I think, out of yeah. about 600 that are watching. 
And then I'm like, and I'm thinking, right, I better, I better talk in the microphone, which I'm, which I'm crap at, amazing at. Yeah. But um, so I'm like, um, do, the, right. do the listeners know that Caroline Captain are an instrument? The instrument. Yeah, band, we talk yeah, about yeah. it literally every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Just to it's like a little side promotional engine. But um, and the, and the, I just say, right, oh, come on, because we could play a ton of covers between us, and we have done in Caroline's time, you know. And I said, so who's your favourite bands then? You know what I mean? And this kid at the front, this buffhead looking kid, goes, Not you! <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's bad. Tough crowd. That's a terrible band. So then we just played the next four songs silently and got the hell out of there. <laughs> so that was the best gig. That was gig. the best gig. <laughs> that was the best gig we've done. Oh, wow. <laughs> the only way is up. Did you do that? Yeah. Yaz. Oh, Pretty much. Should have. That's a good idea. What's the most recent cover we did? It was um, Tears for Fears, wasn't it? Yeah, we did. Um, yes, we did. Yeah. That's uh, right. Only in Soundcheck, mind you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, um, we, so wait, we still haven't got to your best gig. Um, I I really enjoyed one we did for. How Mike hey, what we saying? That's how Mike Patton would have done it from Mr. Bungle. I'm sure sound check there. No, we did um, a gig at Monkey World. Oh, that was a good one. What? Sadly, the chap um, who owned Monkey World with his wife, he passed away, sadly, oh. and his RCD was in his car. So his wife got in touch with us and asked us to play a, a little sort of... A, not a wake, I wouldn't call it, but like but a little celebration of like his existence. Like a memorial day. Like a memorial day and... Because you're a capuchin. Yeah. Captain and you sent yeah, it to no. him because... Well, yeah. no, he... No, I did, yeah. Did I you sent it to him, did you? Yeah. Oh, damn, because, I thought he'd actually Because it's one. Monkey World. And then because of that, she said, I enjoyed that so much, you can come back and we'll give you, like, a private tour of Monkey Monkey World. And you yeah. never did it, did you? No, we did. I did. Me and, me and a friend yeah, had that. So you guys, yeah. I didn't think you were free, so me and a friend yeah. did it. We got we sat in his little golf carts and we got to meet the baboons and feed the chimps and stuff. How did I never know that story? We've shared a bed together. We have. Yes, we have. How do I know not know that story yeah yeah, yeah. How, where was my invite and a tour around monkey world are not actually that dissimilar <laughs> uh, the listeners just so you know I'm quite hairy um, yeah all over bum legs feet beard yes Let, less so on the head oh that right okay can we get that done now because okay. I don't want that going uh, okay right so my, am I, I'm losing hair we're all of an age but you two aren't. Well, apart from Aiden, he's doing, he's doing really good. He's got so I've much Jesus hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Locks. But yeah, I just feel like, I feel empty there. No, mate, if I pull this back. Yeah, yeah. it hurts. Uh, I'm not going to, yeah. And there's no way of hiding this. Like, no. Yeah. Anyway, we, we were talking about music. Yeah, Faye, I was going to ask you. <laughs> it's been like this the whole time. We were talking about us <laughs> when you're here. Your favourite gig. There's no, your, it, there's no agenda here. No, no, no. <laughs> I've, of all the podcasts I've done, right? There's always an agenda for the podcast. This one. I mean, this is. I mean, I have got a beer, but I mean, there's no agenda. <laughs> so you're you're on your favourite gig. Oh my favourite! The thing is, there's been so many. Um, do you prefer? Because I know you do. You do with multiple band members. You do solos. You do the works. Don't you? you do with yeah. anything that comes here? And that's. Do you have a preference? Do you, do you prefer? Um, no. Do you know what? Some gigs. 
they completely vary. You can play a gig to to eight people, yeah, and it's amazing. Yeah, and you can play a gig to two hundred, and it's just not right. Yeah. Um, I did a gig, I did a gig in Liverpool earlier in the year. Uh, no, last year. Sorry, in October, and there was twelve people in the room. Yeah. Uh, it was like a living room gig. There was Mar- uh, some my friend Margie and her friends, and um. And I played for about two hours to these, two, and it was just lovely. It was yeah. just really was great. Was that free cake? And there was cake. Yeah. Oh. And I'd play a song, and then people would just, and they'd really, and they really, and they asked what? about the songs. It's and, that simple, isn't it? You play a song, and people listen. Yeah, oh, yeah, nothing better. That's as simple as we want. That's all we ever want, I suppose, isn't it? It's to understand it. Yeah. And to feel what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. I think that's it. And yeah, uh, yeah I think oh, I played, oh, there's so many. I'm trying to think of my favourite ever gig. God, what's your what's your biggest crowd? Oh God, my biggest crowd was probably the Brist the Bristol Balloon Fiesta. Actually, really? it was crazy. When was that? Then? that I don't was, know about this one. Was that before that, I was on the scene? That was we. Um, I was in the Sennheiser Live and Unsigned oh, yeah, competition okay. in two thousand and four, probably or two thousand five, and um, we we got to the final of that. We just won loads of Sennheiser gear. Yes. And I've still got it. It's like headphones, mics, <laughs> drum mics. I don't even got a drum. Um, and um, yeah, we got all this Sennheiser gear. We didn't win because uh, it was the first ever, the second ever gig with the band. You know, it was like really early on. Um, but yeah, the crowd is just, every, you look at, look you know, it's just a sea of people. Absolutely yeah, amazing. Amazing. But like, the, I've played the Brook many times. Um, we played Shepherd's Bush Empire. Yeah. With Passenger, uh, with pass- when, when Passenger was with a band. Yes, God, yeah, he was with a band. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I think my, one of my biggest crowds was probably supporting David Gray in Southampton Guildhall. That's a big gig, yeah. That was probably, I think that was probably one of my favourite gigs, because it was Did, supporting someone who I absolutely adored. Would, and you, still, would you have played that one? I wasn't invited to that one. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to think. I wasn't invited because... But you, you um, have done multiple gigs at no, the Guildhall in Southampton. Attractive. Yeah, not not with not with Ben. You, though, no, I, I remember know. you talking about one that you did, yeah. but I no. thought it might have been the same one. Sorry, carry on. We've done. I think is so. Deluga Kensky, my band, um, is it ever morphing? It it changes all the time yeah, because yeah. each gig. The thing is, you uh, you guys know what it's like, I suppose. When you go out to, to do a gig, there could be about five or six people there. Yeah. And if you've got six six people or seven people who have got families and they do all these oh, brilliant things yeah, to yeah. bring bring everybody out to do a gig it's got to be really great and worth it yeah and um i like to do the smaller ones with either just me on my own or bring our new singer or uh, our percussionist sign along because actually they're more mobile yeah. and then we can off go and do those shows in smaller places and try and build up a bigger bigger crowd but the band i mean i love I you know I've loved Aiden since the moment I met him. I'm, of course, you know, of course he does. He's yeah. like um, the first time I spoke to you on the phone, you were having a wee. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> How do you remember those things? <laughs> How do I forget that? <laughs> do you know? Do you know? If, could you hear it? Yeah, you told me I'm having a wee. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Was that, <laughs> was that like? Do you want to be in my band? Yeah, pretty much before I even met him. <laughs> just, just. How did you get in the band? I can't remember. Andy, Andy Wild. Andy Wild. Yeah, Andy Wild knew you. And he got you in. Yeah, because I was teaching bass at Taunton's College while he was still teaching music there. And then he was doing stuff with you. And then they needed a bass player. So. That's it. And, that, and you came in. You joined the world of Toluca Kensington. That's it. And I haven't, haven't escaped yet. No. Do you ever think of retiring and going, oh, I can't be doing that anymore. Well, we tried that for about three years, didn't we? Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> when I re- so, yeah, I did retire for three years. From well, you actually said yourself, 
I'm done. Yeah. I'm done for a while. I'm done. Done. Well, I did. A, I had a breakup um, with my ex-wife, and uh-huh. it was really. It was quite traumatic. And I wrote two albums. The first one I was really happy with are the songs that we wrote. Is that put in the tracks. Went on the train. No, no. forty-eight. Oh, okay. Put, yeah. And I was really happy with the songs that we wrote. Yeah. But then I wrote, went to write an album after that. So what's the concept of forty-eight? That's quite interesting. Well, forty-eight. Well. I broke up with my ex and it was just it was I was just lost because I didn't have um any plan for the rest of my life. You right. know, I had no idea of what was going to happen. I had a little girl, a 3-year-old girl and a 2-year-old girl, sorry. And I didn't know where I was going to live, I didn't know any of that. So we just basically googled somewhere to live in in Bishopstoke, yeah. found a place, moved in there, and I thought, "Well, what am I going to do now? I've no idea." So writing an album was my first thought. Yeah. And uh, me and Boyd, the drummer in Delikinski, yeah. uh, we were on a journey. He's been, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. He was on it, I think, last time, wasn't he? No, was it no last, like three or four three ago. Three or four ago. Well, he, he, we were, on a, we were on a, in a car and we said, oh, wouldn't it be great to write a really good breakup album? You know, and I said, oh, yeah, it'd be brilliant. And then and we were laughing along, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny? And then, like, three weeks later, we're writing the breakup album. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's fake. But we... um. Yeah, it just, it was therapy for me. It was sick. Yeah, sick. What's the, is the word cathartic? Yeah. Yeah, Cathart, cathartic, cathartic. But I, I would sit in, I sit in my new flat and just just write all my emotions, all my thoughts into yeah. these songs, bucket them in, Spill and I loved it. it. Yeah, and then we recorded that album. I was really happy with that. And then after it, I did another Forty Eight, so Forty Eight Part Two. What's your What's your favourite track of Forty Eight Part One? Because because oh. we can play music on this. Ah, oh, my favourite is Forty Eight. I love that song. Should I put it on? Yeah. All right, great. Forty Eight. Here we go. Let's go. Play this out over and over again like a broken record. Scratch after scratch on a record that's replaying, just like a CD never playing. Many discs never really caught on, nor did I. Here we go I've got 48 hours to go I have 48 seconds on my phone battery 48 chances to see I always hate the bit when we come back from a song. Because <laughs> I've heard you say something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I've, I don't think I've heard that before. Uh, it, the thing is, when we did 48, I was in a, a bit bad place. This was before Spotify. It was before iTunes, really. Um, was We were start putting songs onto iTunes. So um, no, it didn't really... Who's that? <sighs> See, I've got it on... Yeah, it was me. It on, um, oh, it was me. It was my mate Andy. Hi Andy. Hi Andy. <laughs> hi, hi Andy. He's listening. Um, but that's that's 
that's basically what three instruments you got your acoustic which you play you got Boyd on the drums Aiden on bass yeah and then you obviously used to get the vocal it's actually quite stripped back now I'm listening it's, to it I know that's oh. what I sort of thought but it's still quite but the concept there's a lot of movement in it for those the, three basics sort of thing you but know? for it's me good. the concept was it's got to be quite stripped back yeah but it? it's cool. we were going to do the whole thing in 48 hours which is like yeah. for 48 wasn't it so ah. the whole thing was recorded mixed mastered in 48 hours yeah and you can hear how raw that is I mean if you compare it to our stuff that's out now like the Bliss and Light Years which is coming out in February it's like well that's massive production but that's where we are now but there I was so yeah. just just full of absolute rage and sadness and it was just like poured onto those tracks but when I went to do the second part of that album so 48 part 2 um, I wrote what I felt was one of our best songs We Are Loved oh yeah and, and then um, that is a good song. so how, how much distance gap between the two it wasn't long actually it was, about, it was only about six months really um, well, did you have a change of um Partner? No, no. <laughs> I was going to say change of mental where you were sort of thing, you know, in those six months or was that, was that been, not enough Have time? you been through a big oh, traumatic breakup? Yeah, yeah, numerous. So it's like a journey, isn't it? Yeah. You, you, you go, and it is, for me, it was like a, it was like a death of, a, of an amazing friend. Mm. Uh, and, but, then, but then that friend's still there, but you, you're not really there with them. So you have to move on. And that journey is captured in those two albums, 48, and my new album, actually. My new album is very much about, um, well, that's done now, and this is what's now, and this what's now is, is awesome, and it's free from yeah. the pain. And it's, when is the album out? Um, I, God knows. I reckon it'll be done, I don't know, June, May. Okay. But at the moment. <laughs> but it's weird, isn't it? Just finding that out now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... The thing is, it's meant to be out in October. It's just that then um, so I what, had a baby. <laughs> so, it's like, so that kind of took priority. Yeah. And actually, I want to get sorry. it. You know, sorry. there is. There's, oh, sorry. No, that was me. I was bashing my headphones to get the microphone. Brilliant. <laughs> Play a bit of um, the other the other track we just mentioned. We, we, we are loved. loved. Oh, we, we are loved. loved. Yeah. So can I just talk about we are loved quick? So yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I had a so finished forty eight the first part of it and it was all about the breakup and then um, after that I thought right what's going to happen now so then I started on the journey of trying new relationships uh, trying to get over what had happened and then 48 part 2 was just really about just how crazy the world really is it's like and your heart and how you mend it and I just went out there and just just went bleh again but that time when I did 48 part 2 I wasn't in love with writing I kind of just written every I felt I'd written everything I had to but write We Are Loved is a good song We Are Loved it's one of my it's my favourite yeah one. I think it lyrically as well it's really pure lyrics it's really simple melody I played my fretless bass on that one I remember, you, I remember I you the, showing it to me yeah. and you were proud yeah. I remember I that I think moment. it's the best bass you've got on all the songs I mean that because it just it, it as soon as I heard We Are Loved the first time with your bass on it it was like oh there you go this is why That's I've had this, band in, this guy in the band for 11 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I I have you because you, not not like have you but you know yeah don't talk about that you are, but, oh baby um, because you are incredibly and you'll agree with me Carl on this is that you're incredibly easygoing oh yeah and probably the most talented musician I've ever met I'd, I'd agree with that yeah and but it's, it's also unpredictable the, and a bit of a knob which I love as well. <laughs> I think I tick all the boxes, don't I? Does he, yeah, does he put ice cubes? Does he put your oven? Does he put your shoes in the oven? Does no, he, I does don't. He, I put them in the freezer. <laughs> freezer exactly. <laughs> no, but he has unscrewed all my doors in my flat, <laughs> so that when I came home, 
all, and they were all closed. And I was like, what's going on here? Why has he closed my doors? So as I turned the handle, that door fell off. <laughs> I went into my bedroom, then I went to my front room, that door fell off. Jesus. He's good. He's definitely good like that. That's true. I, don't, I, I did enjoy putting your... That's on YouTube, actually, putting your um, shoes my, in the My freezer. shoes in the freezer, yeah. <laughs> and if you ever do <laughs> it, they become like... really crunchy. <laughs> oh, like... <laughs> fresh. Really fresh. Yeah, awful. Crunchy shoes. Um, should I put We Are Loved them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah really. I do. Uh, this oh. one I do know. talking about that song's been going on <laughs> we all said good shit it's good shit good and then you said good poptastic shit and i was yeah. going to say good euphoric poptastic i like i more i listen to me as a kid as when i used to start this i used to think i was indie acoustic rock but i am pop rock and i list if you listen to all if you listen to the best of delikensky on spotify which is called archive plus yeah um it is pop. It is rocky pop. Yeah. Which, which, when we were in America, we toured America. We didn't tour America. We played a few places in America, and the, this American guy just went up to and said, "You're a rocky poppy." <laughs> <laughs> rocky poppy. No, I'm Ben. But like, I, no, but, it's, but, but yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that, is there? It's like people no, say, you know, pop, pop music's not a swear word. I don't think you know what I mean. It's just. And you, uh, and you guys are fusion jazz. Well, I don't know no, anymore. I, know I think we're just a bloody mess nowadays it's like <laughs> just how many how many uh, genres of music can you fit in one song uh, is what yeah, we are but yeah, yeah. we're having fun we're and, having fun and that's the same with Deluga Kensky it's kind of you play with all different types I think. Yeah, on, yeah. Our, on our new album I think it's you know some of the songs are acoustic some are piano driven some are that's quite electro driven there's quite a lot of, yeah, a that, lot of samples going on there and yeah, a lot of loop and Actually, the new album has had very few samples used. Actually, it's quite mm. mainly live instruments. So, yeah, mm. an evolving outfit. That's good. Does everything start with you? Does every song start with you? Like, I think it does at the moment. Everyone's very busy, and I don't know. It's a very weird thing. We're not like a traditional band. We've never ever got in a room and jammed. Um, no. Have we? And I think no. we've. I've tried it with Boyd. Um, just me and Boyd. We, we wrote we, one together. We wrote one. Did the game. The I like ga- that one. Yeah, we should yeah. play that later. The yeah. get the game we wrote together. But I don't know. I I don't write much at the moment because I'm trying to finish this album. And in my head, I don't know how you guys work. I'm like, right. I've written this album. It's ready. Why would I write anything more? Um, but then every now and then you go, oh god, I really feel like you know getting yeah. the time writing a song. And there is no better feeling. Then writing a new song and you go, oh I love that. And then if you're hearing it in the morning, and mine is if I'm listening to it in the car, 
I'm like, yeah. So do you, you record it when you write it, as you write it, do you? I kind of, when I write a song, I kind of, I, I'll, I'll start with the name of a song. I always come up with the name first. It's always, I will, I'll get a book, it's always a brand new book, and I will just write loads of names of songs. I mean, Light Years, which is the next single, uh, I had that written in a book for, for ages. I thought, oh, I want to write a song called Light Years. I don't know why. Uh, even though there's a song by Kylie well, called Light yeah. Years, which I found out after. Um, uh, good song. Listen to it The thing now. is, though, if you, if you looked at every band ever and every song ever, you wouldn't write a song because everything's been taken. It's all there. You know what I mean? So you just got to go with is it. Is there a song it. called Moist? Yes. Yeah. By a uh, band called Moist somewhere. Wow. In a world. And the, yeah. There's not a song called Deluga Kensky though, is there? And oh. that is probably a good t- good thing. That's the, um, next, that's, the, that's the next Caroline song. That's it. How'd it go? This is it. I, I whenever I think of I know I'm talking about your band, which I really should plug mine, but whenever I think of your band I always do this. It goes dum 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 Red Room. Red Room. Yeah, that's, I just, that's my thing in my head. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I'm also a teacher, um, a special needs teacher in Winchester, and um, yeah, I I used to play in my classroom, and in, and because I used to like your CD because it had a coffee thing in it, and I used to rattle it. Yeah, and, uh, coffee beans, mum. That's it. We used to play it to keep the children calm. So that's the story. Oh, yeah, my good, my mum put those coffee beans in a thousand. I think it was a thousand. Oh, we had a day. We had an evening around your house. Didn't yeah, we? Yes, yeah. my mum and my mum followed on the next day, and um, she put four in each. Like, and I was like, I come home that evening from work, whatever, and uh, she's like, oh, they're all done, and I'm like, oh, mum, thanks, and I looked and I went, oh. Oh, mum. She's like, what? I said, oh, we really wanted five in each. <laughs> and she looked at me like, oh, hand, hand them over. And I'm like, I'm only joking. <laughs> but that's how nice my mum is. She was going to put an that extra bean really... in a thousand CDs. God, that is a lot. Yeah. Oh, lordy. But anyway, light years. Yeah, light years. So, and then your process goes on from there. You get a... Yeah, you write, I write the song name and then I go, right, um, I'll then... Sing into I'll sing into Logic or whatever I use to record at home. I'll I'll demo it and then I'll usually show it to Tim, who's our producer. And then Tim will either go. He he's so enthusiastic actually. He always says, "Yeah, that's great." He, <laughs> even though it may end up being toilet, but he's so enthusiastic about it. So then we'll tinkle with it yeah. until we've got it into a little position, and then we'll take it to Aiden, take it to Lottie, the singer, Boyd, the drummer. I take it to Stu, the guitarist, and then we'll just muck about with it probably for about three years <laughs> that's our speed at the moment we really are going to get a, uh, we're going to put a deadline I think next year but um, but yeah it's it's then playing around with the song until it's feeling right and like yeah. and actually most of the songs are almost there they just need bits of pushing and, and actually we're fine if you do one track at a time I don't know how you guys work but if you do one track at a time and really put your effort into one you can make it sound something really good that's the way. Well, I think we haven't got a method. Maybe that's what we need, yeah. a method, you know, because I think... Uh... But do you, you jam? Yeah, you yeah, jam? Yeah, we jammed probably too much. See, I would love that. And then, just... and then you can... And then there's like, there might be an album's worth in that one jam. You just went off for an hour and 40. <laughs> and But it's like, you know, unless you record that and go back through it, and that's where my laziness lies. I don't go back through things and... See, that, yeah, you can in the car on long journeys. So. Yeah, that's probably a good call. That's I'm very anxious call. about playing with it. I... I'm quite an introvert person, even though I'm quite extrovert. I know it sounds crazy, but I, I, I actually am quite insular in uh, a sense of I kind of don't know what I would do. And also, I'm not, I'm not a great musician. I'm, I'm fine with saying that because I don't, I, I've never, I haven't progressed with any of my playing since in 15 years. And 
because I just know what I know. I don't know any more than that. And every time I try to learn, I, I just get bored. So I'm, Fair enough. And I think that's... I think, yeah, I've hit a wall there. But I think when you go... No, but if you've got the I tool, never, if, I always get worried playing with people. And you've going, got the tools though, yeah. haven't you? To write, you've got the songwriting tools. You've got what you need to get these, you know, these items out. These you know, hits. These hits. These, yeah, these poptastic these wonders. Pop, these massive, super-selling hits. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that's all right. We're seeing sales. We're seeing good sales at the moment. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. When we say sales. It's plays on streams. Streams. No sales. CDs. Oh, I right? can't believe this. Oh, there you go. It is a good. CD sales, CDs are still selling. Good. So, so I, so I may, I've manufactured CDs this year, which I haven't done for for since I retired four years ago, um, from songwriting, and yeah, this I've almost sold all the CDs. I've got about twenty two left. How many did you make? Thirty, forty? No, <laughs> uh, two hundred of archive and a wow. hundred of um, come find me special edition, which came out in January. And then, yeah, so they've almost all gone. Right, and and probably idea. about 30 of them were given away free or stolen. And I say stolen, I mean, some people do steal your CD. I just think, That's oh, mad. I was in, um, we were in a charity shop in Portsmouth and I found a Delukinsky CD. <laughs> That's which one? cool um, fame, that is. Uh, Before the Storm, which is a 2005 release. Two, yeah. Uh, yeah, 2005. Yeah, yeah. When we supported Snow Patrol. So it's like... Um, yeah, CDs still sell, yeah. and, you know, and that pays for like, it goes back in and you can build more, so next year we'll order more. Yeah. We're going to re-release Archive, but we're probably with a, a bit more uh, thought into it. And the videos, I mean, there's the, the Vestry videos are coming out, they look good. Yeah, archive, yeah, so when we mm. retired, we decided to film ourselves, because we'd never done that. So we hired a cameraman, he was really good, and he, we filmed us, we, we played, our, played our songs in the round, uh, well... Well, not in the round, what's the word? Snarky Puppet, Snarky Puppy was the influence, wasn't it? And yeah, with, with the old where was lava the, lamps. Where was the venue, the vestry? Mm. In opposite the Mayflower. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that place, yeah. Lovely place. Oh, yeah, great. We just hired it. I just did the signage for it, on a what? side note. Yeah. <laughs> what, the logo? The big, no, 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 the big thing that hangs out the front. Oh, I, um, congratulations. I created and hung that for oh. them. Is that what you do? That's what I do, yeah. Jesus Christ. I make signs. Oh, and podcasts. Yeah, well, yeah. And buy us uh, beer. Yeah, well, you've got to have a beer. It's a present. It's the least. You, we, we don't pay you. <laughs> don't tell them that. Well, <laughs> no, I know, I know. I was aware of that. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I got payment in other ways. Aidan's promised me something tonight. But we, um, yeah, so the, the vestry was really cool. When we, we hired the vestry and we did us, we all played in facing each other and recorded it. And those videos have been put onto YouTube. But yeah, it's just a way of trying to get your stuff around, really. Try and, mm. try and get, build a fan base and build a scene, whatever they yeah. do. But like, I've been listening to a lot about the Beatles and how they formed. And not that we had the Beatles at all, but um, how before they went to Hamburg, they were nothing. You know, and they, they would play all around, you know, all around in bars and clubs in Liverpool they go to Hamburg they come back and it's like they play for bloody hours in they, Hamburg they became yeah. a band in Hamburg didn't they I couldn't believe how long they were made to play yeah. it's absolutely crazy yeah. I mean and you know when we do cover shows because I do cover shows um, as well as a side thing and um, you know they expect you to play for what two hours it's mad isn't it but, um, yeah 65 song sets yeah it's mad it's crazy but back in the day it was, it was four or five hour sets yeah. that they oh, were doing wow. it was crazy and they're, they're saying, like, 
their hands would just be bloodied every yeah. day. You know. Bruised fingertips, man. That's what I I suffer from that after forty five minutes. That's how hard <laughs> I play. But you are bass as bass, well. Bass, yeah, yeah. Two basses, isn't it? No, your keyboard, Caroline. That's it. Yeah, but do you put? It's your strings, isn't it? They're quite. Well, I just play quite hard. Just because I don't know, it's just how I feel it. Everything, yeah, yeah, punk rock sort of style. But I yeah. don't know, it's like. But when I'm, when you've got some, some of the bass lines are quite fast, and some of the, the oh, we got what's that song? Countdown. No, no, Countdown. Uh, Latin, Latin for, Latin car, for crash, car crash. Yeah. That's a fast bass line, and yeah. you've got you just got to find yourself pounding it out to just to make it make the beat. And my fingers are going. <laughs> but um, yeah, you've got to get, get got to get yourself there. So it's all good. <laughs> So I'm, I'm interested. How did how did the, the uh, songwriting begin, and when did it begin? Oh, I was a boy, obviously. Um, I just used to we used to at school have music competitions called um, uh, they were called the Music Festival every year, and there was a best original song like yeah. what's the word competition? Yeah, yeah. Every year, each house had to release one song. Every year, I would do it. And <laughs> I'd be like. Are any of they still still any of they still part of the catalogue or? Uh, no, well I can probably if you've got a piano in here. No, you don't. <laughs> you've got a little keyboard. No. Um, there was a song called "I Want to Be with You" was my first song. All right. And it goes it goes something like, please, I wanna be with you. Oh please, I wanna be with you. Sounds good. I like Something that. like that. That's it's quite, quite, it's quite catchy. Is isn't it, it original? It's quite a Beatles melody. That's my first song ever written. <laughs> ever I still written. remember it. Uh, didn't win. Went back the next year. Didn't win. Uh, went back the next year. Didn't win. And then I won. Ah. And it, I just remember. Um, what was that song called? Um, it was called. Um, I think it's called Where Are You. I can't remember it. I know it's an A. A, <laughs> a minor I can play it on the piano but I can't remember but then um, I won and then that feeling of like oh my god achievement that fear of that feel of a song that you've written people enjoy it was just incredible and then I just decided to just learn the guitar because that also got you women because I didn't have much luck with girls because look at me <laughs> I mean look what? at me look at me <laughs> <laughs> no I'm mildly attractive if you look at the phone you look like this when you were 15 <laughs> you weren't the, you weren't the kid in class with the beard, were you? <laughs> I was the I was the kid in computer club. It was fifty p, and there was BBC micro. Oh computers. god, yeah, it was brilliant. Some um, schools had Commodore sixty fours. Oh, we weren't that lucky. Oh, we were. Yeah, I was lucky. I had a ZX Spectrum when I was young, and I loved every minute of having that. It was brilliant. Nice. But were, yeah. they, were they the ones with the little rubber keys? And the, yeah, and the tape. Oh yeah! I have to wait for seventeen hours for a game to load up. Brilliant! And then it might not load up. River Raid, Dizzy, remember that? Dizzy, Dizzy. the Egg. I look. They were. They were just... Lazy Jones was that? A... That uh, was a Commodore game, I think. Lazy Jones. Yeah, we weren't allowed Commodore. Oh. They were the dark side. I was lucky. But yeah, I think my school, and then I, that's where I started learning guitar. Yeah. Um, just to try and get girls ready, and it, and it kind of worked. Um, I wrote my first, <laughs> my first. My first big song was some, a song called Shine On. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Um, uh, which was about my first proper girlfriend. And it's always been a song that I've really liked, but none of my bandmates, so Aidan <laughs> Boyd, uh, Andy Wilde, Tim, any of them like. It's a pop, really pop song, but I really like it. I still <laughs> like it and wish we could play it more. 
Um, yeah, and Shine On is Shine On was my very first song, and I, um, yeah, it's just one of those songs that people still always ask to hear. Oh, was that it? So, have you ever ever had an issue with the singing and playing at the same time? Was it, did you have to learn that, or did it, did it just come naturally? I, I think I was watching my heroes just going, "I want to be you." I think, yeah. like, I idolised Paul Simon, David Gray, uh, Damien Rice. Oh, um, Damien Rice, yeah, amazing. It was um, at that. It was all that era for me, and that time. And then up, and then these singer songwriters who didn't have much success. But I like them. Uh, Ed Harcourt was one. And yes. Do you ever hear his stuff? It's brilliant. Well, um, we saw Ed Harcourt play with Eric Trafaz. Yeah. And it was amazing. He is. We, we, met, we met him in Austin, Texas. We met him in Austin. Oh, yeah. wow. What a dude. Is, is he a dude? He, he, I imagine he's a <laughs> He was... We had he, an interesting experience. Already? Oh, yeah, well, he was really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he forced you to buy him a beer. Yeah, well, I did didn't, he? I didn't mind that. He didn't force me. He said, will you buy me a beer? And I said, yeah. <laughs> y- yes, Ed. Absolutely. <laughs> of course. Uh, but... These were heroes of mine, and I used oh, to yeah. I used to sit just absolutely absorbing those albums, and still now I think of them, and they're they're like little nuggets of you know diamond yeah. for me. Yeah. And they just they help me morph my songwriting into what it is now. It still is. I mean, if you listen to everything I've written, you can see the hallmarks of Paul Simon. Paul Simon's lyrics are very intricate. They don't always make sense. They're they're quite um, you know. Like, for instance, Call Me Out. Yeah. What the heck is that about? Yeah, exactly. It's a big load of conscious nonsense. And he always says that about that song. And if you listen to songs of mine, like Clog Up The System, and, and um, uh, I'm trying to think of another one, which is lyrically crazy. Year by year or something like that. Or for some of the earlier albums, they're just loads of lyrics, which make hardly any sense. But I love the sound of the words and the, and the rhyming. And that, that, that songwriting, that, that, that still gives me that buzz. But at the moment, my songwriting has gone very much into craft, into like a craft, into like, I want a song with a really good chorus, yeah. really good melody, or one that has, has its own identity. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm aiming for at the moment. It's one that I really want to hear, a song that I will repeat over and over again. That's, that's what I aim for now. But when I was a kid, I was just... You know, clutching at everything I yeah, could yeah, find, trying to find any bit of inspiration whatever worked yeah and then like then I found the Beatles when I was 20, 20 years old and that was it you know it was like you know, went through every album like religiously and still yeah. do nearly every year um, and just try and find new things from those albums but yeah and that's how my songwriting grew when I was that's young and mainly to improve and to impress women Actually, at the beginning, <laughs> I admire, admire honesty. Now, now my songwriting is really is mainly for me. Uh, it sounds really selfish, but it's my way of communicating. I think because I'm not a very good communicator. I I may sometimes feel like I am, but I'm not. I I quite like to put my thoughts and feelings into songs, and and my way of sharing it is is through that through yeah. that medium. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Travis? Oh my god. <laughs> we can talk about Travis for as long as you like. Okay. Um, you, you are a very nice man. Yeah. And you're, um, Thanks, mate. And you're very intelligent and very witty. But your, your, your biggest fault is that you love Travis. <laughs> biggest fault. That's your biggest fault. And Travis, oh my god. Okay, so. What? How, what? Travis were the band that Coldplay wished they were. <laughs> 
Okay. See, all right. For a for a guy, oh, no, I don't know Travis too well. I know they did the Britney Spears cover, which you probably oh. hate that I know that because it's okay. There's more to know about <laughs> Travis than that. Oh, there's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, but um, how do you? Boy, are they a fascination? Are they a? Well, it's, uh, it, I mean, I didn't. Mention... Are they in the top five? Or what's going on? Oh, Travis are in my top five. Um, I think the man who's probably my probably my third favorite album ever. I think that's it. I think. But it's so but dull. It's, it's not so dull. dull. It's not. It's brilliant. It's, it's so dull. I love. I love. I love their instruments. I love the way they play together. Well, what, I the love... guitar. I mean, those bands have the guitar. Why, why <laughs> no, them? No, I, I don't know. Why? Why do we like what we like? I don't. I have what, no idea. What, like, we've, we've been eating celebrations, right? Look, why oh. is nobody eating the Twix? Because we like what we like, and I fucking hate Twix. <laughs> it's not. It's not a chocolate that deserves to be in celebrations. And if there's a trailer for this. This podcast, that bit should be the bit in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate Twix. Hate Twix. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. Well, I was, I was telling people you were coming on, and rather than saying, "Oh, Ben, he's that guy who had the song on Hollyoaks," or "Ben, he's that guy who wants her sanitizer." Songs. Him, Sorry, songs. Aren't they're right. like Ben, isn't he that twat who likes Travis? I'm like, oh, hold on. No, 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 no. They'll be the guy. He's the guy who fucking hates Twixes. <laughs> right. So, so this has given me an idea. This has given me an idea. Okay. Oh, Lord. Oh, here we go. Can we, we haven't finished with Travis yet. No, we, we haven't. No, this is all Travis. Good, good, we're, good. We're gonna have a quiz. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, you look worried now. Well, if it's about the songs, that's fine. Okay. I don't know anything about like who Fran no, 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 first no. girlfriend was. I bet you do know that. <laughs> Um, I am going to play you little snippets, like oh, snippets of brilliant. a Travis song. Okay, yeah, easy. Piece, and you have yeah. to tell me what they are. Okay. They're bloody little, though. Can, can I just sing along to it? Is that easy? Will, right. will you be able to hear it on the thing? It should, it should come out on the thing, yeah. Okay. All right. It's literally, each one literally lasts for three seconds, all right? Okay, come and on then. Three oh, seconds of audio. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to tell us um, the name of the song and for bonus points, which album it's on. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, closer, and that's from uh, the album called. Oh God, uh, not where I stand. Uh oh, we've had him on the first one. We've had him. No, no we've got it's the, song the boy. Title. The boy with no name. Has he got the song title? The boy with no name. He's got the song title. Yeah. yeah. Song title. Closer from the boy with no name. Oh, oh. I don't actually know. I don't actually. Or know where I stand. <laughs> You've got these songs together and we, that, we don't know what you know, they are a, or what a little, they're on. A little fact about that, I duetted with Fran here. The boy with no name. Ah, look at that. One <laughs> what, nil. You duetted? At, the, at a, a, a gig in Bournemouth. Um, he came out to the... Oh, I say duetted. He came out to the audience. I have I have supported some big names and we can mention them later. That's great. But he came out into the audience with his microphone and he was singing it and I was the only one who knew the words to it because I know yeah, all the yeah. words. Uh, to that, and then he's and then he saw me. He came over and he gave me the mic, and I sang, and he was like, "Oh my god!" And that's it. And I did a selfie with him, which is on my Facebook. <coughs> Song two. <coughs> Cough. Okay. So Driftwood man who. Say again. Driftwood man who. Song three. Flowers in the window from the Invisible Band. That was before. That was like literally as it was coming up. Can, can you see this? No. Yeah. <laughs> That I was mean, like. <laughs> I am really. I swear I've got autism. Song four. <laughs> Love will come through from. It's the. Oh, it's oh, the oh, oh, no, oh. it's a really good album. It's from. Which you can't remember the name of. 12 Memories. Thank right. you. Next one. Hmm? I don't know this one. Manana. <laughs> 
What the hell? That's not Travis. <laughs> you, that's yeah. the bad Travis wish they could have been. You, 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 you tricked me. No, no, no didn't. Straight All in right. with that's not Travis. Are we done? Did I win? No, more. Um, tears in my eyes from Ooh. from. Oh, that's a bit. That's a bit vague. I know I can sing the song, but I don't know what it's called. It's, it's called. It's called. Oh, do, 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 tell me. Do, um, you say, you say, my eyes. No, all right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah oh. my eyes off of um, the boy with no name, which is their worst album. Um, t- uh, side from Invisible Band. Correct. Oh, brilliant. He's all over Sing. Huh? Sing the Invisible Band. We could do this with we any got, band. We've got three more. Any band. Yeah. Three more. Well, any band I like. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> the rest of the podcast. Oh, come on, this is stupidly easy. Uh, that's um, um, Turn from Man Who. You don't. Oh, shut I up. Get right, come on. Do, do, now do the same, but with Rednecks. Uh, <laughs> Right, they've only yeah. got one, one song. No, well, there's right? two. There's one more. There's one another song. Hold on, okay, we haven't okay, finished okay, yet. Right, last right, one. Right, last right. one. Yeah, right in the reach you, oh, which is oh. which is one of the which is of Man Who first song off Man Who actually, which uh, yeah. Cot- are we talking Cotton Eye Joe? Rednecks. Rednecks. Yes, yeah. it's probably one of the best songs ever written. Oh, it's a great track. What's, what's their other song then? Poppin' and Oak. It's my girlfriend's uh, favourite song. Yeah, Poppin' an oak. Poppin' an oak. Poppin' an oak. Play that. Never heard Play it. that for Mary. She would love it. Oh, oh, oh okay, She absolutely go. loves this song. She, I often find... <laughs> Brilliant. It's just, it's just Cotton Eye Joe again. Yeah, I know. And... <laughs> And, and it actually got into the top ten. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I love Poppin' I know. I think it, you know, it's the song, you know, Cotton Eye Joe wish it was. <laughs> wish it was. But yeah. So that's so that so getting back to Travis, oh, they just write a really good tune and a great chorus. That's all you want, surely? No, I want more than that. Yeah, I need a bit more. See, yeah, but that's it. We, we, you are Twixes, and, <laughs> and I'm twelve. And you fucking hate us. No. no, I know. I live in a world where some people like Twix and some people like Twelve. Yeah, no, it's good. That's what makes the world go around. I like bounties. Oh, God, too, much, bounty, look, too much silence there. <laughs> I hate bounties. Oh. I, like, I like it, but it's very, very high calories. And as you know, I How count... How do you know that? Because it's the most highly calorific celebration. Oh. How do you know that? Because it does. Bounties are full of calories. Everyone knows that. I didn't know that. Everyone yeah. knows that. I'm a bit scared now. I've had three. <laughs> yeah, but you are quite, you know, you're quite, you know, slim. Well, trying. Yeah. Mm. You are well trained. It's changing. It's changing slowly. Well, don't eat bounties. No. Yeah, okay. Eat the Twix. Twixes are okay. Okay. Travis can write a great tune, a great chorus. They've released, you know, about four or five brilliant albums. Okay, three of them aren't too good. But, you know. <laughs> four or five of which three aren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's at, no. They've written about ten albums. Oh, okay, all right, all right. And then three or four of them. Are good. Okay, oh, to Jay Smith is terrible. It's, and I think they know that because there's not one single on that album. But yeah, you know we, you know they they just fill my my heart with joy. I'm seeing them next Wednesday. They're playing the man who the whole way through at Portsmouth Pyramids, and tickets are on sale. And both of you should come. I'm not going. Why? When is it? Next Wednesday. Can't do next Wednesday. Why? 
Well, I don't know, but I'm, I'll think of something. <laughs> if I got you a ticket, would you go? No. <laughs> no. Will they play the Britney Spears one? No, they, no, they, no, they don't going. do it, no. Not, not going. Is that, why are they remembered for that? Oh, no, they it's wrote, a sham, isn't it? Sorry. They wrote Right Narici, Driftwood, Turn. No, I know, yeah, I know, I know a few of their songs. I never, it's just never been that band that have never grabbed me, sadly. Rednecks didn't either. Rednecks, but gra- I, sadly, grabbed me a little bit more. But what, how old are you, Carl? Forty-five. No, you're not. Yeah. yeah. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yes, yes. You, you look good for your age. But Thank you. Thank I think you, it's, it's a generation thing. It is. I didn't know Stone Roses until this summer. Oh, mad! Yeah. I know. I heard of them. I never listened to a track, and I listened to them all summer. That's and a, amazing. It's a massively interesting subject, that because like, like ah, oh, I don't know. My my. Uh, You've got your groups, yeah. your friends, and what they're into. Yes, absolutely. That dictates what you kind of listen to or sometimes. Or your family, actually. Your family can yeah. dictate, yeah, because I've got, like, yeah, my dad and my mum, like the Carpenters, uh, Status Quo, ABBA. I, you know, I love those bands. And then my mates, we're all James Addiction, Chili's, you know, punk rock sort of stuff, Minor Threat, Black Flag, through to Ween and all that. And Ben knows all those bands. I don't know any <laughs> of those bands. <laughs> when you said Ween, I was like... Oh my god! <laughs> Is he talking English? <laughs> no. But like you know, but then those bands I missed out on. I probably missed out on Travis because they were probably <laughs> pop- shut up, Aiden. Oh, <laughs> no, because they were they were in the charts and all that, and I never really listened to the charts, and I never. That's a, that's an obvious progression from Minor Threat and Ween to Travis. <laughs> I, I, well, they both got guitars. That was true. I yeah. still remember ben loves those instruments. my first my first ever day of university. I walked into Virgin Megastore in Southampton. And I was literally, I had my student loan. It was loads of money. For the first time in my life, I had like two grand. It was incredible. And I walked into Virgin Megastore and I walked in and I said, I went straight to the desk and said, what is, what's a cool, we were a cool band at the moment. Oh, there's this new band. They've released a single today. It's their first single. It's in a band called Elbow and it's a song called Red. And, And it was their first proper single. They'd had one before that, I think, called Powder Blue. And this was their, and it was their single. It was right at the bottom of the shelf. And I, I just picked up. And I think I must chance, because this was years before the, the Mercury Prize winning album, yeah, yeah, Seldom yeah. Seen Kid. And I just, that, that again, Elbow, hearing them for the first time, miserable, depressing, just dark songs. And that was an, a, an awakening for me, is that you could write songs that didn't need to be cheery and happy. Um, and, then that, and then that was my era, Star yeah. Sailor. I mean, Love Is Here, which I think, I still think is a really Boy's good favourite and Boyd's favourite band. Not, no, 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 the, ne- the next band you're going to say. Don't Tra- say... Don't Travis. S- no, Top Loader. I thought you were going to say Top Loader. Oh, you yeah, did. Top Loader, yeah. <laughs> now, we could argue... I, I, I don't want this to be a, a diss Top Loader session. Because <laughs> we've had... We, we talk about this in the band all the time. We do, Top yeah. Loader are great. Uh, Onka's Big Mocker is a great album. And that's it. We're not going to have any more discussions. <laughs> um, top Loader, yeah. Top Loader were there. Uh-huh. And then that was it. And then that... But David Gray's White Ladder was probably the biggest David Gray. thing for me. Damien Rice's O, or was that oh, a bit later? Yeah. See, yeah. see, O was a bit later for me. That's, that's I, I, an all-time great. I love that. It's you know incredible. I mean? yeah, it it's still is. Album. Yeah. But see, for me, David Gray just continually wrote brilliant albums. His, yeah. Obviously, his sales plummeted after White Ladder, but his, for me, as a songwriter, I can see through that. As, as songwriters, you can. Mm. You know, um, even Paul Simon, his last mm. album... You know what is he seventy something seventy six? His last album, Stranger, Stranger to Stranger, was just. That's, oh, sorry, sorry, I keep whacking this off me. Yeah, <laughs> wristband. Was wristband on wristband, that one? Wristband, yeah, great, great album. I mean, and he's still popping it out. 
Um, again, but sold what one uh, percent of what Graceland did. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's still it's still with the songwriting is still perfect. Graceland, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, that's that on just the other day. Just the other day, yeah. That album I can put on and it transports me straight to my youth and yeah. straight to being a young boy just f- hear, feeling music for the first time yeah. and that's why we do it this is deep fire passion from our youth which burns I don't yeah. know it's, no yeah exactly yeah. Uh, yeah I was going to ask a bit of a question which has got a private side to it uh oh no private personal for me um, advice for a beginning songwriter are you a beginning songwriter? I, I, well, yeah, in, in some ways I think I, I am because I'm trying to do this whole put-together songs where I'm fronting them and actually going to try and sing and play guitar rather than... Do you than sing, Cole? I try, I try. and um, Sometimes I feel like I get it really right and then the next day I just like, where's that gone? Mm. And I, I just don't think I do it enough. I do, I'm, the, I'm one of the world's best van loud as you want singers on the way to work I thought you were saying you're the world's best person at making signs no yeah, yeah. <laughs> who else I, I mean if that's but like, also what the podcast is for you know what I mean is um, p- pushing the signage pushing the signage yeah. <laughs> no but I, I just I'm, I'm that guy with a million ideas I just got no idea to how to, where to, how to go the next step you know what, what do you do what do you do out of interest it's kind of what you want uh, I think works for me it's like if you if you're interested in it and you and it's your passion. If you can feel that someone else will like that too, then it's your job to build that. Do you know what I mean? If you found a melody or a lyric that yeah, oh, that's really great. And if it's original enough, because I I think we've said this before, it's very hard to write something completely oh gosh, original yeah. nowadays. Yeah, all my songs are the same. If you, they probably are all the same chords and the structure, but it's all changed around and there's different themes about them. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not inventing the wheel. No. But I think that's it. When you, if you feel, if it, if it, if it gives you the buzz, and you can transport that into somebody else, and then that is the real feeling of a songwriter. Mm. But I think for me, it's it's literally like, if I'm writing a song, it's mainly to fulfil a need in me to get it out. Yeah. And then hopefully, and the best feeling in the world when someone says, oh, I quite like that song. Yeah. And they don't. I don't think people understand. Even if by saying, Oh, I quite like that. Or, or, oh, that was great. For that, for me, that's like a, oh my God. That's success, isn't it? Yeah, it's someone going, wow, I quite like your song. Yeah. You know, that's, and, you know, at work sometimes someone will come up to me and go, I heard your your song. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was really good. I, I didn't, I didn't know you could sing. I said, yeah, I've been singing since I was 15. <laughs> you know, but that, but then like, oh, I really like it. I was like, oh, good. And come to a gig and come, you know, come yeah, support us. and Get involved. Get involved, exactly. But it is, the thrill of being a songwriter is is just incredible. Yeah. And but for me, having a bank of so many songs because I have got so many, it's it's nice. It, it doesn't feel like they're mine. They feel like a different me because yeah. that's so long ago. So it's quite exciting having like <coughs> having a a new era now to see what we're going to do with that. Really. Mm. There you go. Does that help? Yeah. No, it's good. It's just, it is that old adage of just go with what you know and if it makes you feel good yeah it's good yeah. surely I mean uh, why else would you do it because what else is there yeah. yeah yeah why else would you write songs apart it. from it's a hobby isn't it it's an addiction it's it's all those yeah. things and you've got to have you've got to have a passion to do that thing you know you've got to be like alright I want to get that done yeah. yeah 
A drive, you've got to, and also at the moment you need to have that drive, don't you? Well, that's that's why I was interested in talking to Boyd. I remember talking to Boyd, and you know, I asked him about keeping the enthusiasm, mm. how it waxes and wanes, you know, and how some days it's like really strong, but usually you're at work, <laughs> and then you get home and you're knackered, and it's not there, you know, and it's all that, and so yeah, this this is this all these podcasts. So I always ask a question now. You know, helps me along the way a little. You know what I mean? So good stuff, Carl. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's getting yeah. there. It's, um... So is it your? Is it called? Has it got a name? Is it just called Carl? No, I don't know. That's it. It's just. Um, it's just writings over the last probably about four years. Oh wow! Yeah, because I've never. I've only ever played guitar once on um, a, a two-pay album. I did a little funny little. Um, Oh, I can't even big old old big dollar it was called or something. It was like a country guitar sort of <laughs> lick, and uh, but and I've grown from there. You know what I mean? I can play I'm all right on the guitar and all that sort of stuff. And and I'm just bass. I like to keep for Caroline's nowadays. Yeah. And um, but and I just feel like I can present, sort of present is it? more of a song. I don't know. It's kind of ah, it's upbeat. It's all it's a couple of down tunes, but it's 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 quite intricate in places. And, um, Is it singer songwriter? Yeah, thing? yeah, but it's. I think it's more based on the melodies, and in the guitars, yeah, with vocals interjected. Because I don't feel so strong in that department just yet. You know what I mean? So I think I need to get something down, get that out there, and smash forward with it. And it then, is, isn't it? And oh. see how it goes, you know, and then hopefully it's, get is more. Is it scary being a songwriter and going? Yeah, out there? yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, because I've always been that sideman sort of thing. That's what you know. That's what I'm asking you. You're. You're front uh, stage. Yeah. Everyone's looking at you all the time. You know what I mean. As soon as you sing, head swing towards the singer. And I've noticed that all all my. I don't you know. know I mean? They but do look at Aiden and. Well, that's because he's got beautiful blonde hair. Exactly. Well, yeah. the thing is, is is you, you you being a front man and being the person at the front is is amazing thrill and it's great, but also it comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it's daunting. You know, and actually now more than ever, it's all about it's people's time and my time. Because I've got a family who I love, and I've got uh, brilliant friends and fam, you know, everybody. And but my the bat, you know, Aiden's my family. I've known him for you know, fifteen years, yes, you know, right. and um, and Boyd, and you know, even Andy, who's who's moved away. These are family people who you don't want to spend. You you don't want to. You want it to be a really good experience for everyone, and yeah. that pressure is really difficult to deal mm. with. Because as a songwriter. You've you've got so many heads. You've got to make sure that everyone in the audience is enjoying it. Everyone in your band are enjoying it. If you could actually quiet in your mind and go right, actually, we can just um, uh, just just enjoy this and yeah. just and let it be what it is. Then that is the biggest skill. It's yeah, like juggling, it. isn't it? I yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, but responsibility is the biggest thing. I think if you're a frontman of a band, is you know you carrying a lot of the weight. And also, who names their bloody band their name? <laughs> I mean, how ego-centric is that? But that's not my fault, you see, because that started years ago. Because when, so when I was writing those songs when I was a little boy, I went, I did my first album called His Constant Nonsense, and I w- went to do the album t- cover, and I put Ben Deluga Kensky on, and I thought, oh, that looks really long. You know, on the CD, it looked really long, and um. I thought, okay, and then, you know, all, there was bands, you know, it was like Madonna, you know, there was um, Queen, there was, uh, there was another one. Prince. Prince was a big one, yeah. They had just one name, and I thought, oh, God. And then Danuga Kensky was such a unique name. I yeah, thought, it is. I could be the name on everybody's lips, because it's so hard to say, but that didn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it, you know, it's like, ah, that 
that, that branding thing didn't work. And then lots of people throughout the years have said, oh, why don't you just change the name or get a, or rebrand it as a new band? And But then, is it worth it now? You know, 30, 37, I think. Oh, keep on going. As yeah, no. Just enjoy it as it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, do I really want to be playing stadiums? Am I ever going to be playing stadiums? No way. <laughs> but how far can you take this at where you yeah, are? Yeah, exactly. You never know what happens, though. It is, that is the main thing. If you do nothing, nothing happens. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But if you do something, something leads to something. Yeah. Absolutely everything tends to lead to something else. Yeah. And that's one thing, I've, especially over the last year, I've found, getting out there, doing stuff again, meeting new people. I did a radio session on Sunday for Flash FM in Portsmouth, just a random radio station in Portsmouth. It was, it was fantastic. And I met a really good bunch of people there. Then they've introduced me to other people. And yeah. then... And that's how it snowballs out. And the networking it? starts again, and yeah. yeah, and it's good. And it's tiring. Yeah, but great. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you've got to be able to have a good, a good love of beer, and <laughs> you know, and sleep whenever you can. Sleep when you're dead. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't get much sleep with Jurassic Mark, did you? You worked so hard on that. God, Jurassic Mark, I haven't had that in a long time. Yeah, Dra- dragging it, dragging it all out. So Jurassic Mark, I was a um, was a promotion company I made. I put on gigs for Deluga Kensky at the Talking Heads when it was back in Portswood. I remember that. And, um, I remember. And I remember, I remember doing it for the first time and then I got the money afterwards and I was like, oh my God, I've got like, there's like 200 quid here. This is amazing. <laughs> I could do this again. Yeah. And then um, I couldn't think of a name and uh, I'd written a poem called Jurassic Mark, um, which was a stupid poem. And I was like, that's a stupid name. Let's call it that. Jurassic Mark Promotions. And then I did that for about five years of just putting on, I think we did, we counted as 825 acts over four, four years. That's great. So how, many, saw, how many gigs is that? Oh, Good couple of hundred, I guess. So many, yeah. Over, oh, over 200, I think. It was, it was two, usually two gigs a week. That's rivaling um, um, Max's records, Andre. <laughs> yeah. God, See, Ma- Max's record, oh, Andre's a lovely, lovely guy. And, um. I don't think I've ever done a Max's Records. You know that? That's a fact. No? No. I know Andre well, and he used to come to Jurassic Mark shows, but um, never did a Max's Record. If he's listening now, you know, <laughs> you know where we are. But, um, yeah, we did, we just put on, sh- you know, some weeks we put on four shows, you know. And then some there'd be attendances of about 20 people. But the most we ever had was like 290. Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, Nisloppy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which we played at? We played that it was with the um, JCB song. And who who was the guitar tech? Oh, and Ed Sheeran was there, yeah. Ed Sheeran was <laughs> the guitar tech. He was there, yeah. Yeah. And I I was the promoter of that gig. And I said... Uh, I think Apparently Ed Sheeran sounds like, Hey Siri. <laughs> hey Siri, play Deluga Kensky. <laughs> it's not me. Oh, oh it didn't work. Oh, my. Is that your phone? No. Some mad... It's your, it's oh, your, it's, it's your Alexa, isn't it? Oh my no, god! No, it's definitely Siri. What's that? It's an iPad on the That's wall. That, yeah, I've got an iPad on the wall. <laughs> it's really bizarre. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, no. So, so Ed Sheeran was the guitar tech at Fenisloppi, and I was the promoter. And I still remember being really funny with them because they kept on having loads of like um, plus ones and stuff. And um, yeah, I really. And you snapped. I vaguely remember seeing him, but I can't. You know, mm. I can't find any photos or evidence that he was there. But I do. I remember him being there, but I can't. I can't remember it well. But yeah, he was the guitar tech on that tour. Yeah, for the. I um, like the story about the. You don't have to say who it is, but about the banjo. 
Oh, the day after? Yeah. Why can't I say who it is? It was up to you. Oh, Tom Hingley. <laughs> he was a nightmare. Tom Hingley, you know Tom Hingley, he was the lead singer of a band called the Inspiral Carpets. Oh, yeah, right. I know that. Um, yeah, yeah, they had one quite a big song. But he played the day after, and I put on the show, and um, somebody trashed his banjo. <laughs> his banjo was on stage, and someone put their foot through it. <sighs> yeah. And he wasn't happy, I bet. So he demanded that the venue bought him a new guitar. No, it was a guitar, I think. Oh, was it a guitar? Yeah, a guitar. Okay. Demanded the venue bought him a new guitar. And yeah, we lost a lot of money that night because nobody turned up. Because, oh. And he turned up in like a really terrible car. And you know, when you think he's, he, you, I was thinking, this guy's the lead singer of the Inspiro Carpets. He's going to come with like an entourage and yeah. just turns up in a dirty car and <laughs> miserable, didn't even say hello, you know, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, Jurassic Mark was really good fun when I was young. But then when I got older, it was... Also... You made each poster individually. It was hard work. Yeah, remember. it was it was exhausting. Yeah. I used to like the... I used to like the branding. I still quite like design and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I did enjoy Jurassic Mark. And then I met Mark... Um, Mark... Um, he, Mark Tutton. And... Oh, well, James Wills, my friend, my best friend. And yeah, we just... I decided to sort of hang my gloves up on promotion because it's just exhausting. But But to see all those bands... To see so many and and for the, nothing to happen from that, it's it's interesting of how how few people really do progress on. I think of all the acts we ever had, I think only a, a handful went to do anything you know successful, successful. in the music industry. Is that because of it, we were just a small promotion company, or was it just that? It's just really difficult. Mm. Is that, look it at, is that hard? Over the years, you look at the Southampton scene, yeah. who who has gone up into you know into into more success and that you know a lot of the people people I know really well have done really good things but um, but what do you what what is the end goal what is the yeah, dream? Well, exactly yeah my well, end goal is just to have a really great time yeah is to have some people listen to your music and go yeah that was all right well right. done then you have a beer then you get a kebab and you go home you have really good sleep you wake up in the morning you have baked beans on toast and then and sausages in that Oh. And then you can watch the news and have a cup of tea. That's great. Yeah, that's the dream. That's it. I don't. If I'm touring across, you know, Germany in a broken down van, I'm gonna miss my girls. I'm gonna miss um, Nando's because there's yeah. no Nando's there. So yeah. No Nando's in Germany. No, they don't do Nando's there. Shocker. They do bratwursts. Oh, okay, that's all right. And Steins. Steins. <laughs> and other things which we really shouldn't mention on the podcast. No, but I think you're right. I think. People's um, perceptions of success are very, very different. And I think, you know, like for me, playing a gig, doing my own stuff at the minute, that would be a huge success for me. I'd love that. You know what I mean? So that's where, that's what I'm striving towards. So when you... When whereas you, when you whereas years ago... Oh, I don't know. Don't pressurise me, man. <laughs> it's, like with it. it's like us and the album. We'll, yeah, do, we'll do it when we're ready. I tell you what, when your album's out, I'll do it. I think I, I think after the podcast today, I might just get my diary and just choose a date and say that's when it's out. Okay, but it's done. recorded, huh? It's recorded on, and we must do it there because <laughs> it's we have announced a date, <laughs> and then you do a JPEG of like the date of the album, new album, and that's how you announce when your deadline <laughs> is. <laughs> and that's when you're going to do your first gig. All right. All right. We and you can an support. Yeah, yeah. We have an album launch, then Carl can. I tell you what, Carl. We got a gig on the first of February at Stage Door. Why didn't you support them? Oh, that gives you right. I got to teach two other guys. Well, they'll learn them quick. It's Aiden and Rob. They'll be all right. 
Yeah, we can. Yeah, do it. I'm, I mean, I'm there anyway. You've got <laughs> <laughs> all really enthusiastic. I'm there anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you think, Carl? Can we tie you down on this? Yeah, probably. Pro- probably. Well, look, look, look. You've got, you've got until uh, the thirty first of January. There's your deadline. All right. And if I don't hear hear from you before midnight, then the gig goes to whoever hears this podcast and says, "Oh, quite fancy supporting Dudukensky." Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's just taking that risk and going. Oh, do you know what? No, it isn't it? It's scary. Jumping in. But like when I came back and did my first my first show of me playing my own stuff, which Aidan was at, was at the Brook. It was oh, yeah. terrifying. But stupidly so, but so exciting. It's like terrifying, and but, but when I finished, it was like, oh yeah, that's why you did that. Great. Yeah. And the Brook is just the best venue. Oh so yeah, it. great sound. Still great Still sound. Still great sound. Yeah. Great team. I always remember. And the Joiners is brilliant too. Well, for me, the Brook is just. I mean, the Joiners is a great rock venue. It's yeah. Great, great, and I've had so many great nights there, and I love Pat there, and it's a great place to be. But the Brook for me is just because of. Because of the type, the, the the style of music I get to play there, especially my acoustic sort of style of music, it's really it's a great great venue. I do miss the old Talking Heads massively. Mm, I do yeah. anything to play back on that old stage. We've all spent numerous nights there. Oh, Amazing. So many nights. Yeah. I mean, we're talking. I've been there hundreds of nights. I knew every inch of that venue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, but you know, it had its day. You know, and some things move on. You uh. know. And like Star Wars, you know, you know, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Okay, hold on, hold on. How long have we been going for? One hour, 17 minutes before we mentioned Star Wars. That's pretty good it's going. weird, isn't it? <laughs> He's that big a fan, is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you know, something's changed. I mean, The Last Jedi, the most divisive film ever made, I feel. You know, <laughs> some things have to change. I don't know, I'm kind of warming to it at the moment. What, did it put you off Star Wars? Yeah, I was really oh, upset by it. All of did Star it? Wars? Yeah. Wow. Favourite Star Wars film? Oh, Empire Strikes Back. Sell it to me. Why? Uh, it's got everything you need. Hoth. Hoth battle. Brilliant. Yoda. I am your father. Bosk. Boba oh, Fett. yes. Slave One. Slave mm. One. Great ship. Ig 88. I'm not being funny. The Hoth battle alone is just the best battle. Attats. Just brilliant. Yeah. You're into your Star Wars then. You're saying, you're saying Star Wars words. I love Star Wars. <laughs> I love Star Wars a lot. I was, um, my dad took me when I was very, very young and I was just like... I think it was more first film I saw on big screen, and I was just like in awe of this massive picture. Mm. I was just like, so which one? Which Star Wars was that? First one. You saw it on the original release. Yeah. No. 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 I don't no. Because so. you've been like. Four. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was young. I was young. <laughs> I was four. I was, I was four or five, to be honest. Oh, okay. So it probably was. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-seven. It came out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, now it was probably it was probably a rerun then later on because I was probably five and what am I now seventy-four. But yeah, it was you probably sh- 79. It was yeah. just, yeah. Are you but sure it, was, it wasn't Empire you saw in the cinema? Cause that it, was might have been. it might have been. I can't remember. But I just remember being the film, not so much, but I remember the big picture and just going, wow, and the big sound. That blew my mind at that age. Yeah, they worked hard on the sound. The THX thing was a big thing for them, wasn't it? It was just amazing. But I still watch it. I still think it's amazing. Yeah, they're great films. Empire's the best. Empire, it goes Empire, A New Hope, Rogue One. Return of the Jedi. Rogue One was great. Rogue One was yeah. mm. awesome. Then, La- then Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Episode One, which is controversial. Episode Three, Episode Two, Solo is the worst Star Wars film ever made. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a Star Wars film. Is I it? like some of the design aspects of it. I like the way the speeder looked. 
kind of, yeah. kind of, you know, hurt me. Yeah, did it? I, I liked two bits of it, and that was it. And the rest of it, I uh, wanted to die. What? What's two bits? I like the bit when Chewie comes in. I thought yeah. that was quite clear. Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah, you think it's they, a rancor? How they met? Yeah, that was good. Um, that's one other bit. I quite liked. I quite liked Lando. I thought he was all right. Yeah. But no, it wasn't Star Wars for me. Damn. Mm. It hurt me. And <sighs> ever since the, I was on a Star Wars ban, actually, since then. Well, Star Wars, like, I wouldn't buy any Star Wars toys. What, you were on strike, mate? Right? Yeah, strike. Star Wars strike, yeah. <laughs> and then the other day, Lily was on me, my baby, and I was like, I can't change the telly, and I don't know what to do, and so I downloaded Solo and watched it. Oh, and had another crack. I fell asleep. I've <sighs> never fallen asleep in a Star Wars film, mate. Never. Oh. So if anyone's hearing this from Lucasfilm, please, please correct it now. Let's yeah. sort this out. Let's get together. Let's all work together to make episode nine really great, please. Okay. And maybe well, this will reach. Ages oh. till it's out, though, isn't it? Huh? Ages till it's out. Christmas next year. Yeah. Trailer possibly next week. Oh. Yeah. And an Avengers four trailer next week. The last Avengers film. Yeah. Oh. See, I didn't know this podcast was going into a movie podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, thank you very much for coming in. Oh, thank you. Mate. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we start to wrap things well, up? I've got a new album out next year. We talked um, about that. Uh, well, I'm just going to give you a date right. for the album. The oh, album cool. is coming out on April the... Hang on, are you just... 18th? <laughs> Did we say earlier there was no date, no nothing, and now this only is? Yeah, right? there That's... you go. Got one. Right, say it again, say it again. April the 18th. What, day, right. what day is April the 18th? I, I don't know. I'm, I made that up, but it's going to be out in April. Oh, was you're backtracking it already? <laughs> no, no, it's going to be out in April. I've decided today... Right. Uh, 19th of April on Good Friday alright okay oh. that would be a good Friday <laughs> yeah, great Friday <laughs> our new single's out in January um, and we're on tour in February we're playing you said it was February Ali. You should, which one is it oh, I don't know <laughs> we need to decide <laughs> it is I've just finished it we finished it Monday it's being mixed next week and then we'll decide so why are we waiting for that long because I want to make a great video. Oh, okay. All right. I think these days you've got to have a really good video uh, or something that's going to capture. Instead of just put it out there, um, it needs more than that to get people's attention. Yeah. And, I, and I love these songs so much. I really people, do. People are fickle, aren't they? But we've got to make them want to like your music. Yeah, I well, know. Yeah, exactly. It's diff- but it's selling yourself and yeah. I think I really love these 10 songs. Is it not oh. no, that's, a bit of a que- that's a bit of a question. Is it not enough that the music's great? Um, I think possibly, uh, but, yeah, but it's your thing. It's like I love my songs. I, I'm not afraid to say that. I, I they're my children. They're, yeah. they're, you know, every time I play Too Many Borders or Save My Soul, which are my biggest songs, I, every time I go, oh, I still love it. You know, and it's like oh, they're like little nuggets of you. And I think when you get to, when you get to play it live, you, you feel that that drive. I just think. Um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> no, yeah, you said about Star Wars. You it? said it. Yeah, Star Wars, Travis are great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but yeah, but the new out al- the new album, new single next year. But please have a listen on Spotify and all the other places to hear Deluga Kensky hits. Where can they buy it from that gets you the most money and therefore? Make- oh, you can buy the album on on Big Cartel. Okay. Um, because Spotify is rubbish for money, isn't it? So Big Cartel is, is the yeah, place you really want people to go to. We're making about £3 a month um, from, like, I don't know, about 800 plays overall. <laughs> it is bad, but it's but 
do you really? Do you, I'm not really bothered about the money. Yeah. And we've all got jobs. We've all got. Um, yeah, exactly. If, if, it's if, just about people. If it was yeah. about money, we'd all stopped a long time ago. I reckon. Oh God! If someone yeah. said to me, like, you could either have hundred people watch you play and really enjoy it, or or two grand, I'd go for the people because yeah. I just it's love so playing yeah. for people who want to hear you. It's so euphoric feeling. Euphoric. Aiden's <laughs> <laughs> got his guitar. Oh, do you do another deadly. song at the end? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Are, are we drawing this to a close? Why, why do you play it? Why don't I play the song? Or do you have to play it? No, because it, it's just the way it is. Yeah, but I think I'd be better. Oh. <laughs> Yours would be. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly I'm, not better than you. At I'm singing, better though. at melody than you are. You're really good at playing. Well, well, there we go. So you do the singing, I do the playing. Sorted. Yeah, but I don't know what you're going to play. It yeah, well, that's it. it. That's exactly what happens. No <laughs> minute. Me be become my world. Wait. Right. Jesus Christ! There's too many phones. Beeping <laughs> now. Ain't me. All right, okay, give Not me a style. Me. Oh, um, can I have Mexican? You gotta do some singing about the other lives, whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. I don't like Twix, it's the worst celebration in the box. There are three Twixes left inside the box And only one sticker Twix, there's no bounty Ah, oh, shit There is three Maltesers There's no <laughs> galaxy And Travis are the best band around and delete it.